friend. What's Howdy going cook. on? This is right in the middle of a podcast. Alright. Hey, Hi. folks. Hey, yeah, what's, what's up? going on? It's Stoochcast 89. Yeah, we what got a crowd now. Oh, we got a live audience. You guys just started? Yeah, we, we did. We started. We're going to keep yeah. it going. Yeah. Today's show is brought to you by Rolling Rock. Rolling Rock Extra Pale. <laughs> Crack into a cold one and let the good times roll. Yeah, I got a little sunlight and um, something else too. <laughs> That's what, Don't you have more that's what made it all. Nah, that's it. That's what made it all. Um, woo, all right, I got a special guest with me today. Uh, you know him, you love him. He's a frequent uh, participant. We're gonna play tennis though, because it's beautiful outside. All right, Keegan Ramser, everybody. Keegan, welcome back. Nice. I know the funny thing is, uh, my hair like matches my eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> it's uncanny. All right, Andy. Keegan Ramser, what's going on? Topic number one. You moved. Tell the folks at home about it. Yeah, it's nice. You know, I live out in Oakland. It's a good time. <laughs> Very enjoyable. City living. It's nice. You know, you hear all the sweet sounds of the city. You know, the the vomiting on the streets late at night. And, yeah, uh, there's the, a lot of... The homeless and, uh, you know, just... There's a lot the, of bodily fluids that the, get soaked into that sidewalk. All the interesting people you see in the city of all races, creeds, wow. colors, backgrounds, religions. You name Short, tall, skinny, and fat. Everybody's... Out having a good time. So I didn't. I didn't get to help you move, but um, how the process go? You know, was it smooth? Was it hiccupy? I bet there were lots of hiccups knowing you. <laughs> that was pretty good. I mean, we just kind of brought stuff in like one at a time. I mean, it was over one weekend, just bringing in all like the mattresses and stuff. And like this couch here, we found in the living room. We found it like Squirrel Hill on Craigslist. They were like, "Yeah, we're giving this away for yeah. free." So we got like a whole sofa. Yeah, your I place mean, really went to came, Ikea, got a bed. Your place you know, really, really came together, to, man. Yeah, we really didn't need to, um, you know, we got a nice little coffee table in here. We got a te- little TV stand. I think I was here once or twice before. Yeah, and there was like nothing in it. Yeah, it was when you guys were um, pretty much unpacking still. All you had was the couch. Yeah, I'd say it took like, it's like a good two weekends we've got most of the stuff in here and then over time it's like yeah it's not like we added those lights like they came in and then this light here oh, those lights and then Cy, good guest of the podcast Syak gave that chair that you're sitting in right now ah, we offered that pretty yeah. comfy I know so. are those lights over there even plugged in I believe they are yeah. oh wow man yes yeah, so you could uh, you got a real pad yeah this is a pad I know the fridge is full that's a good sign <laughs> good sign for many yeah I'm not too sure when I move in to my apartment but oh, you, oh you, you're still at home right now. You're back at home. Yeah, I mean, I still have my apartment at uh, down, down under. But um, <laughs> like it's my house is closer to where I'm working over at the nine eleventh base, Air Force Base. Yeah. I know a guy that works there. You do? He's in the Air Force. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't know him. That's um, good. Next on the on the topics list. We got a puppy, dude. You got a puppy. Yeah, the family. Oh, yeah, I saw the it. Family Scratch. got a puppy. Scratch your face off. Her uh, name is Daisy. She's a little Karen Terrier. I think she's about like three months old. Two or three months old. Shelter and dog? No, my parents went together somewhere in like Ohio on like a farm. Oh, she said, nice. she said there were a bunch of goats and other farm animals. 
So where did they find like the dog? Like did they just go? I'm not too sure. I think she found it online on somewhere. I don't think it was Craigslist. Some other puppy website. Yeah. But boy, she's a a ball of bundle of joy. Whenever uh, how big's the puppy? Like kind of just she weighs five pounds right now. But she, she's kind of she's pretty stubby, and she's she's got a lot of spunk. She'll sleep for about an hour or two, and then, just, and then yeah. she'll be awake and crazy for an hour or two, and then she'll be out cold for an hour or two, so and it's that's just, just on and back out. and forth, yeah. up for an hour, down for an hour. Yep. Hey, just like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always quick. Yeah, so she's she's pretty fun. I know. Whenever I go home, I always lay on the ground, and then she'll uh, she'll run over and like bite at my face. She'll bite at my nose and my ears. Yeah, I saw and, that. Yeah, because we like I recently. Thought you were in like we recently like. And that's what happened. All right, take it easy. <laughs> but um, we in Amsterdam. We recently uh, like cut her her nails, and they were had a little sharp edges. That's why I got a little scratched. Well, first, first thing, um, we didn't really get to talk about Australia, buddy boy. We went to a the great the beach. Yeah, we went to the day. great beyond down in, in the it's land nice. down I under. I'd go back. I reminisce. It's winter time there, down there though, down under. Yeah, now it's getting chillier. But I mean, their winters only are like fifty some degrees. It's still pretty warm. <laughs> they're like forties, like, oh, no, yeah, they're like forties and fifties. So, what was your favorite part? About it, I thought the beach walk. The first beach day walk, we were there. yeah, that beach walk was pretty sweet. Because I, I came into it, you know, thinking it's like all right, let's try it's the beach, whatever. But then after the, the fifteen hour flight, you start thinking the worst. Like you get kind of grumpy. Yeah, we had like a twenty four I mean? hour travel forever. time. It was, oof. and then once we got there, we were in the airport. It's like okay, this is cool. This is nice. And we went out, and then we were on the beach. Walking on a Sunday, it was just nice. Yeah, man, it was beautiful people, beautiful beach. It had just the sand was perfect. Absolutely the water was gorgeous. Blue. Yeah. It's just it was a beach. It was a beach's beach. So you know, it was, that's what I was excited about. It was no, uh, no Atlantic City, New the Jersey. The first, yeah, the first beach we went to, there were a couple like topless girls just laying in the sand, and we walked past that's them, and then I was like, Andy, you see them? And you're like, what? Who? Where? <laughs> and I was like, you missed it, dude. Got, got to be quick. I saw a few. It was nice. Nice. I'm, I'm proud. For yeah, you, you're man. proud of me that I, <laughs> yeah. I've. Horn that out, so I know I liked um, when we went snorkeling over on Manly Beach. Oh, I didn't do that. Yeah, you went to like the bar instead and talked to the snorkel renter snorkel guy. guy. Yeah, he was super. When cool. I, yeah, whenever he was we were snorkeling, the U.S. basketball. He was really yeah. like he was wearing a Sixers jersey. Yeah, into the Sixers. I almost drowned when we did that because uh, a wave came scary. over me and I took in a bunch of water. Yeah, I got because scuba I, diving was fun too. Yeah. At the aquarium. but I, I bet the snorkeling was more fun because you were just more free in nature. Yeah, but then out really, there in the shark, I felt bad for those sharks. Like they were just yeah, they didn't look happy. They didn't they, look happy at all. They just re- swim like the same yeah. path just every day, like nonstop. And it was and I'm not kind of, it's like depressing to be I think in an aquarium. I think like yeah. it's, it's neat. I wonder to go if they caught them wild. And yeah. took them there, or if they raised them there, because that, that would be a little different. It's neat to go to the zoo and the aquarium and check out the animals, but they just look so like unhappy. There's just like a level of unhappiness, like I sense from them being there. Like they're just kind of going through the motions, like all right, you know, this kind of isn't where I'm supposed to be, but I'm here. So how about our hostel in Australia, man? That place was sweet. The first one on Bondi. Bondi was nice. Yeah. I love that it was place. only like twenty five, thirty a night. Yeah, I'd go we, there again. We if stayed I went there. Down there. I'd definitely stay there. Again. We stayed there in that like eight bunk room with all those other people. That was yeah. awesome. 
I forget their, most of their names. But. You don't remember them? There was Matt, Jody. Jody. Um, Leonie was one of them. She was in some other room. Yeah, she was the one the girl that you met on the steps or something. Lunar. Or, Lunar was yeah, the man. From, uh, he, he's like from Amsterdam. Lunar's the man you see him. Um, no, I didn't. Um, who was that? Matt, Jody. And then there were the other two people from Germany. Uh, Celine and I think, what was her name? Ben? Yeah. I think was in there. And then us. And us were just we like had a squad. Rowdy Americans. Yeah, we had a squad. Yeah, it was just the eight of us. That was so much fun. They were in the, the one downtown felt more like... A hotel, yeah. Yeah, it just didn't feel as comfy. It didn't feel as welcoming. Just being right down the beach, though, chilling was super nice, super cool. But, um, yeah. how about their bars, man? Their liquor laws were weird. They had weird, like, boot- yeah, like the, the on, uh, You go down to Mel- Melbourne's a real, like, yeah. party, like, boots, boots, That's what the one guy said, that, like, so, yeah, bars Sydney, don't close in Melbourne. Sydney, <laughs> Sydney uh, has their lockout laws. I guess Sydney probably has a lot enter. of old people that live in the suburbs that kind of want everyone to quiet down yeah. at a certain time. And, like, so. you can't, en- the lockout laws are, like, you can't enter a bar after one Midnight o'clock or, or I think. Yeah, but you could stay to drink. Yeah, you can still stay and drink, but you can't, like, go to a different venue. Yeah. And then some places don't even do shots. Like, if you go out, you can't just order a shot. You gotta get, like, a mixed drink. Yeah. But, to think what else. but, man, it was it was pretty good. I liked it there. I like going, uh, the gardens were cool there. Botanical yeah, the gardens. Botanical gardens. We got to, um, Manly Beach. That was neat. Going on the ferry. Yeah, around the ferry. There. We got and another here. huge beach right there with, with, uh... Sandy Beach, I think, was the It other. was, like, it was cloudy and, like, it was, like, kind of... Yeah, that's when it was raining that day. It's still nice walking around there. I'm trying to think where else. Went to the casino. <laughs> yeah, man. How about the casino? The casino. I went, I played craps first and I won like 40 bucks. So I was like, all right, I'm cool with that. And I was going to go like cash out. And then I thought like, you know what? I'll just get like a player's card while I'm here. So I went over to like the desk, get a player's card. And then you get, when you get a player's card, you draw it to this big barrel thing. It's kind of like, uh, you know the wheel they spin for bingo? Yeah. They have that with a bunch of pieces of paper in it, and you grab it, and it has like a money amount, anywhere from like 10 to to $1,000, and you get one free play of that amount. So I pulled out like the $50 one. So I walked over to um, like a blackjack table, and I didn't know that it was just like one play. I thought you just got like 50 bucks to, to play with. So I went to like the $10 table, because I thought I'd get like five hands. And the dude puts it down, and I, like, go to take it off and, like, put only a couple chips. And he's like, no, it's one bet. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, jeez. And then you lost. So, we're at, no, we're at a full table. You don't remember this? Yeah, we're, we're at a full table. Yeah, wasn't it, like, $8 Guinness night? <laughs> you, you were loading that. But it was a full table. Like, it was packed. And the dealer goes around. Everybody gets, like, a 10 or a face card. And I'm like, oh, jeez. And then it comes around to me, and I get an ace. And I was like, ah looking slim there's a lot of a lot of face cards out there and then it comes around to me again and i get blackjack so then i won like a hundred bucks boom and i immediately just left the table and cashed out with like 140 and then we got white russians that was a good night <laughs> yeah that was sweet that was hilarious <laughs> the people at the table must have hated me because i like i weaseled my way in for one hand i got the free play for like 50 won 100 bucks and immediately left <laughs> <laughs> they could just tell you were American. They're like, "Fuck this guy." Yeah, coming in at the last second. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, that was pretty fun. City had nice. They had nice gelato. They had nice cafes in Sydney. Sydney was big on like cat. They like independent cafes. They were big oh. on Starbucks. Wasn't that popular? They just like little small like. 
cafe. Yep. Like a nice big glass of water. That was just that was like their go-to over there. We were well, very very healthy and in shape. How about uh, the yeah. marathon? Oh Ooh. hell yeah! Yeah, we we ran it. But you got shots after that. No, you got us margaritas. There you go. Afterwards, which I appreciate, man. Yeah, thank you. Good time. <laughs> thank you for that? your how kindness. Was, how was the marathon? How was the training? It was pretty good. I didn't train that much. I would just run around yeah. when I, mean, I felt you like it. Trained like much less than me, and you whooped my ass by like 20, 30 minutes. Listen, there's no winners or losers. It's just that you did it. Just people that are utterly defeated at the end. <laughs> yeah, you guys were uh, walking with a bit of a limp. <laughs> yeah, I was so yeah. stiff. Also, was there like a point running that marathon? You were like, oh fuck, why did I sign up to this? Yeah, mile just... mile seventeen is when I, my legs started to get tired. Mile twenty one is when like my legs started to cramp a little, and that's when I'd have to like my calf. It, it was only like my calves would start cramping up like pretty bad, and then I'd have to like stop stretch them out, and then I'd be able to run, like a half mile or so, and then they'd cramp up again. Yeah, I did the half. So last year. my time but I was. Yeah, my time was four hours and 19 minutes. I didn't like, it was like two hours. I wish I knew the time. I think it was like an hour and 57. Nice, Andy. But I wish I knew the time, because then I would have just waited, and had it been 420, just for the... Just cause for the bit, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I would have waited at the finish line. <laughs> you're dedicated to the bit. But, I mean, it all worked out. And, I mean, afterwards... What was the most you trained before uh, the marathon? I didn't like, track any of my miles or any of my times. So would you say like just, 15 maybe? Probably, I mean. Because I'd run over, I ran over to like Homestead a couple times from Oakland and then back. And like I've run downtown and back on the trails. Yeah. Every once in a while I'd get lost and whew, and I'd be in for it. It'd start getting dark and I'm like, no, I want to go home. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. And like it doesn't help that afterwards I just drank pretty much. <laughs> that made me feel pretty bad for the next two or three days. Yeah. Well, you know, you got uh, Colorado. Yeah, man, Colorado I've been traveling. Time. You've been uh, traveling. You're a. Uh, we went to Denver. Man of the people. Yeah, we went to Denver. We might go to Denver. Nice. Yeah, we want to go. I, I want think, to go to Boulder. Let me tell you, boys, I think you'll love it. I've, yeah, I think I've really <laughs> Get that real Rocky Mountain high. Boulder's pretty awesome. How much is Coors awesome. up there, Chief? Did you go to Boulder, too, when you were up there? Yeah, we went to Boulder. We nice. went to, or well, we went to El Dorado, and we went hiking up Rattlesnake Gulch. Mm. And then we took a real risque picture at the top. I did an acting pic today. Yeah, that's what you were saying. I was talk about it. Well, don't Where, get too um, you, you give um, things away? I was a mechanic, and it stars... Two of those kids from the It film, like the one girl and the Jewish kid, they're the stars of it, and I saw them. So what's the, is this a movie? It's a Netflix TV series. And today was like the first day of filming, like the very first. Wow, dude. So they're just like, all right, well, you're ready, y'all. You're a star. Star. Honestly. On the big screen. Honestly. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Mindhunter coming out. I want to see us. I'm looking forward to yeah. me being dude, that's what cut from I think he got the... Snips. I think I got the snips. the snips. I was in like half the scenes, and the other half was like, get this guy. <laughs> get this yeah. guy out of here. But I think, Stooch, weren't you in like three scenes? I did, yes. I you filmed sure. multiple days for that? I did, yeah. I yeah. did. I was only in one scene. I'm going to get my own shoes. I was, again, a mechanic. <laughs> and, and <laughs> Man, you got that real mechanic look. I was like, this? Um, <laughs> my second scene, I was just like a townsman, and that 
I'm pretty sure I am in because the main character runs past me. I have to like look at him surprised. Like, where is he going? Like, what? <laughs> First, talk about louder. You know, the mic on good. Nice. Well, and then the last scene, I think it's like just like the big march scene, where if you were in the second scene that I did, like you're all just doing marching up this one area. Did you just love orange juice? Like. I think it's really brightened up your day. You're not a fan of orange you juice? You don't like orange juice, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Because I only drink it when I'm sick. So then when I drink yeah. it when I'm not sick, I'm like, mm. oh, man. I only drink mine with vodka. Mm. <laughs> so, I okay, love, I do, so I love it. So I love it, man. I associate orange juice with... with ice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with waking up on a dump Speaking of booze. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> but still, I'll talk, I'll, we'll go back to uh, Denver, man. The first day I was there, I went to Colorado Springs. I took a bus. It left at like 4 o'clock in the morning. And then, How far away was it? Um, it was like an hour and a half. Colorado Springs from Is it in like Denver. a valley? Um, the it's next to a mountain. Okay. Pretty much there's a mountain and then I got it to fly. And um, there I walked, uh, I met up with a friend my mom's who is such a sweet lady and we we hiked up the Manitou incline which it's it's only a mile long but you go up you you incline oh, 2,000 feet okay so it's steep it's, it's basically just a bunch of steps That's high up. yeah I think I finished mine in about like 40 minutes which they said was pretty good for being a city slicker she said, "Yeah." Colorado right, Springs, man. See you. We'll be back in an hour. All right. We'll, well see Denver's you later. Denver's got a lot of uh, crazy laws. They got free legal marijuana. Not free, but just well, yeah, you can you can buy. It's decriminalized. It's not legal. It's decriminalized, right? What we? Yeah. I don't know. I just know you can buy it. Yeah. I, I believe. Um, and like, there's a lot of laws about where you can smoke it. I think you still can smoke it. Just uh. Like on the street. Well, they recently there was had one some with psychedelic mushrooms. Yeah, with mushrooms, they're decriminalized. But any stories about that? No, they did that after we were there. Ah, <laughs> uh, like the week after. And also, the like, there's a lot of homeless people in Denver itself, and they all. Well, most most of them that we saw were kind of like also mentally ill, where they just would walk around and just like say weird stuff to themselves, you know? That's weird. Yeah. Kind of unsettling. And then another handful of them would just, like, whenever they got any money, they would just, like, buy weed and just get stoned. <laughs> that was kind of cool. Like the, those were the two types of homeless Yeah, people. there was one night, I was walking around at, like, 5 in the morning or so, and, uh, like, a homeless lady, I think, she had, like, her head completely shaved, and she was wearing... She was actually kind of clean for a homeless person. I was a little surprised. But she wasn't wearing shoes, and she was, like, sweeping the sidewalk. And she asked me, like, when the bus was coming. And I was like, yeah, um, I have no clue. I just know uh, the stop's right here. And then she asked me another question, and then she started to cry. So I, I gave her a hug, you know. Oh, geez, that's nice of you, Keegan. And I'll tell you this, man. It's You can hug homeless people sometimes, but they might get a little clingy. They really latch on to you. <laughs> she getting but but it was all right. I think. Try following you. Yeah, I think she's she's good now. Okay. Yeah. It's good. It's good to hear. 
but but when Do you, you can, yeah, when you can, just like spread some love, you know, give give a hug. That's true. That's what the podcast is all about. Yeah, and also when we were there, when we went to Boulder, we went to this sushi place with uh, our, like my one friend's parents. They had like a rental car, so that we drove over to El Dorado, hiked the thing, and then we were pretty close to Boulder, so we like checked out Boulder too. And uh, at the sushi bar, we got so much sushi. Like, I've never eaten that much sushi. <laughs> and we also got so much sake, man. It was awesome. <laughs> now I'm a huge sake fan. Every time we go to, like, a restaurant that has sake, I always want to get a bunch. Every time I think of Australia now, I think of, like, those oysters. It was, like, my first time ever really trying oysters. We had them, like, a couple times. Yeah, man. Yeah, Are you hooked now? You love, you dig oysters? I, I dig them. I, really I dig know. oysters, dude. I don't know if I'd have oysters in Pittsburgh, but... I would. Pittsburgh oysters. I'd slurp them down, baby. Where's the good oysters around here? Where's I have the good no seafood clue. In Pittsburgh. I have no clue. I know uh, there's that one restaurant. Um, it's like on Mount Washington. I know they do fancy. seafood. Yeah, they do seafood. It's fancy real restaurants, fancy seafood. And then what? Woolies is like a seafood market. They gotta have some oysters. And then they're like an down, oyster down the strip. Yeah, and they're an down oyster the house strip. somewhere in Market Square. I bet they got oysters. I don't know. Fingers crossed there. I feel like Sydney. That's the real. That's that's their bread and butter, man. The oysters, clean Sydney. oysters, nice clean the oysters, oyster. The oysters were good that we got right on the beach, man. A Pacific oyster. Don't you get those too often. A fresh one too. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. yeah well, uh, more Denver. More recently, I got stuff from Denver, but I mean. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. You said you said the same. And it, well, the whole time the whole time I was there, I only slept about like four hours a night. For like three nights, were you there? Well, we left on from like Wednesday night or no Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, and then Sunday night. Because we came back on Sunday, but I still didn't really sleep that much. So, like, six whole days, I only slept about, like, three or four hours a night. So, I was I was off the rails. Yeah. As I usually am. But but I had a blast. I'd recommend, if, if you're trying to travel to a city in the States to go to Denver, I think you'll like it. it it's a cool city to, I don't know about living there, but I know visiting it for, for about a week or a half a week, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun? Lots of fun. How are fun. the people? Nice? Yeah, yeah, all the people are nice. I know the streets, they're all like one way. They have all those, you know, the bird scooters? You might not. But they're they're kind of like motorized, like razor scooters where you just stand on and like ride them. Yeah. There's a bunch of those around. And they're like really cheap and easy ways to like get around because it's all flat. And yeah. it's, it's nice. It's nice. The diners there were awesome. They were to die for. That's what I want to check out. The Denver the Diner. The Denver, it's called the Denver Diner. The Denver Diner, that place was sweet. I always, every time I went there, I'd get something where it would be like some type of like bread on the bottom, like either Texas toast or like biscuits. And then they'd put like either sausage down or like scrambled eggs or both. And then they'd lather it all in a bunch of gravy. And I could not get enough of that shit. I love those. We went to that diner twice or maybe three times. So you went to like multiple diners. And then there was another one called Sam's Number Three, and that place was sweet. They gave, we went there one time and we we like ordered. I got like just a little burrito because it was kind of late and I just didn't want that much food. And then my buddy got like a full size burrito, and they were all like 
cheap prices. Like my burrito was like four bucks, and I think his was like eight. You know, like a typical burrito price. The one they brought to me was about the size of one you get from Chipotle. Mm-hmm. Like it was a real full size burrito, and they caught it like a little one. Yeah, and I got like a breakfast one, so it was filled with you know like the the works like eggs, ham, and all that jazz, all the good stuff. And then I could like actually pick mine up and like eat mine. His was a huge old tray. When when she like brought it out, we were like, "Whoa, this is what we ordered," <laughs> and and I think he didn't finish it, of course. Like we took it back to our room. It's good. It's good stuff. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm big on diners. That, yeah, I love diners. The area. I love Bob's. Good. I love the Lucas. You know, just Pittsburgh's got a good diner scene. Good dining scene. I tell you, went to Denny's before once. I tell you. Denny's. Not very good. How about, we were at the Pirate game the other day. I saw you there. Yeah. You were leaving. Uh, they hit the, the home run, so everybody got free Denny's. Exactly. Did you get your we card? Went, we went, yeah. We went you went to Denny's. After, Did you yeah. go that, uh, the next day? We, yeah, we went to the one in um, South Hills. Yeah, and, that, uh, that's like the Green closest Street. one. Yeah, yeah that one I know. <laughs> I was sitting up in... Right by um, the, uh, the, the Pancake House, the original Pancake yeah. House right up there. I was sitting up, up in this like booth because my buddy's dad won tickets to like the whole booth. So he like invited us, and when they came around, they just gave us a stack of about like fifty of them for like our whole group there. Denny's. Yeah, and I think there were only about like twenty people there. So I left, <laughs> I left with about like fifteen free grand slams from Denny's with the purchase of a drink. You gotta get it with the purchase of a drink. Yeah, they let you know that. Like, but I mean, a drink's drink. pretty. It drinks like two bucks, right? It drinks like coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Two bucks Dude, for a grand there, slam? Like, What's better than that? You go to the diner and the coffee isn't good. I mean, it sucked at Denny's. It just sets the tone for the whole experience. What, did you go there for breakfast or something? We did. Uh, it, was, it was exactly what I thought. That was the first and only time I'll ever go to Denny's. Now I need to check out the Waffle House. That's the next place. Waffle House? <laughs> I do not think you need... Nobody needs to check out the Waffle House. <laughs> no, I do. You just kind of go there and just... Desperation. Do, yeah, because you're dope. hungry and you're like, oh, the Waffle House. <laughs> there it is, right off the interstate. Yeah. <laughs> well, southern U.S. Yeah. On so another, that's, it, that's it for Denver? Yeah, on another note, I did some other traveling. I went to Amsterdam. Yeah. That was pretty cool. The Dutch. Yeah, How I, are they? Listen, I dig the Dutch. You dig them. Let it be known. Dig them a lot. I dig the Dutch. By the <laughs> While we were there, Dutchy people. I know. I was there for nine days. Okay. Or, I think maybe like I think it's like ten days total, but nine nights. Nine nights. And we checked out all most of the museums I had to offer, like the Van Gogh Museum. That was pretty cool. And the Reich Museum, they're both just like. What'd you see at the Van Gogh? Like, um, you see like the Starry Night? Was that there? That one is not there. I or believe. Is that at the Louvre? Yeah, that's the one that's in Paris. I think it might be. It might be in a, a museum somewhere in like New York, I think. But the one of like the flowers is there. The one of his bedroom is there. They have a lot of self portraits. Added and it's just pretty cool because you can see how Starry Nights at the Museum of Modern Art in New York. Yeah, so let's go to that. But it's pretty cool because you can kind of see how his art progressed and how it changed, just like with his coloring. Because I think there was one time he took a trip to like Japan, and that's when he started using a lot more color. 
in his paintings because his early works, like the one of the, the all the the family like eating potatoes, you know that one. You look, what's it called? Just if you look like Van Gogh potato farmers, is that his family? No, it's just like I, I don't think it's like any exact people. It's just a group of people. The potato eater. I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's very dark and brown. It's very depressing you know? to see it. Like it's yeah, cool. where where like after he went to Japan, he started to put more color into his work, and it, it livened up. That's why I think my favorite one either had to be his bedroom, just because I loved all the the colors, and just the I guess this dimensional analysis of it, how in the back things are smaller and how it grows so so rapidly to the front and it gets larger. Kind of like a real room. But there was also one of, of a butterfly. What's it called? The bedroom at Arles? Probably. Is it, is it pretty colorful? I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. He also did one of a butterfly that I really liked. I, I don't know what the actual title was. And it, was, it wasn't like super highlighted where like, not a lot of people were going to check it out. But I liked it a lot. It was just like a butterfly. Yeah, that's that's it actually. That's the exact one. It's nice. I like yeah, it. I like that one a lot because that one that one was actually like pretty big. It was about this big. I'll, I'll put it with my hands. About like that big. You know. So it's a nice like. Uh, so yeah, so you could get a good look at 12 it. Twelve by sixteen. Something. Yeah. Yeah. I know the Reich Museum was pretty cool. The Reich. Yeah, that's what it's called. It had. What's this? It just. It's just a bunch of art. It's more. Uh, like older art, you know, where it's like people in war, just more uh, like landscape stuff. scenes. So I don't think it was as cool as the Van Gogh Museum, because also the Van Gogh Museum had another exhibit which was absolutely stunning. It was so cool. I loved all the art. His name was like Hockney. Look up some of his uh, paintings. They're pretty cool. Cause he he lived in England. Van Gogh. So, no, um, this Hockney guy. Okay. He's still alive. And he lived like in the in like the back country kinda. So there were a lot of trees and woods. And he would just paint like the same spot for like different seasons. And it was pretty cool. Cause he would also He's David Hockney, right? Yes. You looking up some of his pictures? Yeah. He also like the colors he put into it was very vibrant. It looked like real life if you were to eat a fistful of acid. <laughs> That's and and I loved it. It looks like yeah. Kind of would, nice. would you agree? You looking at it? Looks modern. Yeah. See, got some stuff here. Yeah, like this. Yeah, and it looked trippy. It looked like some. It definitely looks like an LSD trip. It definitely looks that one. I mean, come on. That one wasn't in the museum. There was that might not even be his. There was some, be somebody like, imitating him. Go down. I know that one was in the museum. Um, keep keep going down. Keep going down. I think oh, that, that, that one, one was there. I wish that one was there. <laughs> right. But yeah, he had a lot of stuff like um, like that one was on it. That one was on it. That one was pretty cool. Like the forest? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the stuff there was like... I'm not sure if it was his newer or older stuff, but it was more like woods type thing. More like nature paintings that were all very colorful. Yeah. So for the folks at home, it's... Is it, what is it? David Hockney. David Hockney. Yeah, check out some H-O-C-K-N-E-Y. of his works. H O C K N E Y. Check yeah. him out. He, he's he a magnificent. He's a magnificent artist, and his his exhibit is on display at the Van Gogh Museum. If you're there, I'd 
rec- highly recommend you check it out. Well, also, uh, in Amsterdam, like, weed's pretty much legal. I looked up the laws, and I think the one law is that it's illegal to sell it. But nobody enforces it. I think they just put that in place to, if it ever... You can't sell on the street? No, just, like, just in general. It's illegal to sell, like, marijuana. But they have good shops, right? Yeah, they're just very lean. They're just very lenient about it. Like, I think you're allowed up to, like, five grams in your possession, and it's legal to smoke it. I'm not sure if you can smoke it in public, but, like, nobody... It's it's very chill about it. Like, nobody really cares, and it's, it's pretty cool. I think they just have that law that, like, you're not allowed to sell it just in case if it does become, like, a massive issue, then they don't... Instead of having to create a new law about it, there's already law in place. Yeah, so shut it down. So it's up to interpretation. And I know I also I looked up uh, like Dutch gun laws and weapon laws. They are wicked strict, man. You only can purchase a gun if you are part of a gun club, like a shooting range, and you have to be part of that club for like I think six months or a year before you can like purchase a gun. Yeah. Or you have to be a hunter, have a hunting license, and um, pass like a hunter safety course, which kind of all goes together, before you can buy a gun. And one person is only allowed up to five firearms, and you're not allowed anything over a 22 caliber. Nothing over that. And also, fully automatic weapons are completely illegal. I think... I forget what the stat was, but I think... Uh, that like one in like eighty eight Dutch people actually own a firearm. <laughs> it's like very, yeah. very small. The U.S. It's and I think the U.S. I believe it's like yeah. There's third, tons of guns. There's a third of the country. Tons, tons of guns. I think there's like a gun for every person in the country. So there's three hundred million guns. That should be our slogan. Tons of the guns. The United States of America. Tons, of, tons guns. of guns. Tons of guns. Yeah. yeah. Tons of guns. And also, you're not allowed to um, carry around like a knife. On you, you're not allowed to carry around pepper spray. That's all legal. Um, stuff that you are allowed to carry is mushrooms. <laughs> well, they're called truffles. <laughs> um, but you are allowed to have a, a bow, like an <laughs> crossbow. <laughs> like you, you can have, yeah, you're allowed a crossbow and and like a a regular like sling bow. You can open carry that around. Which is, I think that's pretty cool. Like, if you see somebody walking around with, like, a bow and arrow and a set of arrows on their back, that's, like, modern-day Robin Hood, man. Uh, the touch. And they got those shoes. Yeah, in the bicycles, pretty much, it was, it was so cool walking around because yeah. how, like, transportation works, um, it goes bicycles get like top priority okay and then comes pedestrians like walking pedestrians yeah then comes like the the tram which is kind of um it's kind of like a subway system but it doesn't go underground it's called like the tram they use those instead of like the architecture buses. there is very neat just with how the houses are set up like yeah. the houses might you be look, like look up like an aerial map then you'll be able to just to see it a little better because it's kind of shaped like a horseshoe with all the the streets and canals going like this Around the like the city center, it's pretty cool. Well, that's why it's called the Low Countries. Yeah, they're very flat. And they can yeah, it's easily, flat. Easily and also, flooded. yeah, the whole they city. Got a whole city. They all thing of locks and dams. Yeah, the whole city is below sea level. 
it is pretty flat. I think the city it goes from like three meters to like seven meters below sea level. That's like the highest and deepest point. So there's not a lot of not a lot of hills. Yeah, it's but like I mean, a bunch of canals and stuff. Yeah, it's everybody crazy. rides bicycles. It's awesome. So yeah, so biking you can't really in cars in there. Yeah, well when you're it's in tough. when you're in like the the real city area. Um, Do they everybody, have like skyscraper or anything like that? Any, not really. Not no. really. So it's just There's really ca- densely. When you're in like the city center, things. if you see any cars, they'll be like real tiny cars, like little Fiats or just other European cars that are like real dinky like that. What like, are gas prices? Like are smart cars. Gas prices are through the roof. But they're like they like 11, 11 euro, something like that. Yeah, it's like 11 euro. Or I think we talked to one guy about it. I think he said it's like 7 euros, which. Comes out to be like seven and a half bucks, Good, yeah. um, for a liter, and there's three point seven eight liters in, in a gallon. gallon. <laughs> it's like twenty eight. So yeah, it's pretty expensive. That's why everybody rides bicycles too, and just because it's so much more convenient to ride a bike. I'm guessing people must be because everyone bikes everywhere. You gotta be pretty fit. It's pretty. Yeah, fit. everybody is fit. There were no like, Fat. I don't think. Yeah, I didn't see anybody that was like out of shape or like fat I mean there were some like larger people but none of them like were huffing and puffing after walking up a set of stairs you know a lot of English speakers I guess everybody either everybody spoke Dutch and English so So if they definitely they definitely probably learned a second language yeah if they spoke Dutch to you first and then you're like uh what was that then they would just start speaking English to you or like uh people up on the street they'd come up and they'd be like Dutch or English and then you would say like Dutch and then they say it, and you're like, yeah, I don't speak Dutch. <laughs> How was the uh, red light district? It was pretty cool. It is the definition of window shopping. Because <laughs> I mean, kind of sad walking through. I mean, it was also like, kind of just like, in the evening. Like the guys and the like, just the guys lining up to. Well, pay during the day, the it was kind of weird. During the day, it was kind of weird because you knew, like, it wasn't. You you had like the daytime ladies. You know, like going to a strip club at noon, like the people that are working there are the people you expect to work there. Yeah. That's kind of the same, like the girls in the window are the people you expect to be in the window at noon on a Tuesday. Yeah. But <laughs> when did you, did you go like, times? You on the, the yeah, if you go there like uh, on an evening, um, I mean, before they're all occupied, I guess, um, they're, I mean, everybody, they're like fairly attractive. You know, I think they're all, you know, they're all like dolled up because that's what they do. And they have, they're all, they're not windows. They're like glass doors so they can open them and you go in and then they just have like a curtain. So when somebody goes in, they just close the curtain and then they're in there. And like a lot of the time, some of them would either like, you know, be standing up, like posing, or then other girls would just be like sitting in a chair, like on their phone. That's or kind of, like or kind of like smoking funny. a cig. That's kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> me and my buddy, we were walking there probably around like six o'clock one day, and this one lady like banged out the glass at us. So I was I like waved, you know, to be polite. Yeah, just a polite. And then she yeah she goes like two for one and tried to like bring us in, and we were like no thanks we're good. And then she like banged on the glass really hard because we like kept walking. And then she she like opened her door and like screamed at us. She she really wanted us to uh, to join her. She must have. But we did not. She must have had a thing for you guys because yeah. she probably deals with just 
big yeah the type of people creepy the t- yeah that's <laughs> just what very unattractive men that's kind of what just walk in there that's the conclusion i came up to that yeah. like the people that actually go there like are are not like locals really i don't think a lot of locals go there because yeah. there's a lot of people from england that were there, especially since it was legal. Since there was like soccer players or soccer games going on, there were a lot of soccer fans out. Yeah, and I mean English soccer fans are the worst. They're the Crazy. worst. Did you watch the uh, Champions League final? Yeah, I watched it with you, man. Yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> we had some pulled pork and we watched pulled pork and some uh, Guinness. Yeah, it was a good time. Two nothing Liverpool. Yeah, it was the final score. I mean, also a lot of people. In Amsterdam, I guess just since it's Europe, like a lot of people still smoke cigarettes, even though like on the boxes instead of like in the United States, how it's just completely was it branded. just like in uh, Australia? Where it's like, like half and half. Cause cancer. This yeah, it's half and half. Where it'll say stuff like that, but instead of having like very grotesque Graphic images, yeah. yeah, pictures of like a rotten foot or like somebody's teeth falling out, it'll be like um, two people like crying in front of a. A casket, and it'll say like, in Dutch, of course. It'll say like, "Smoking will kill you." What does it say in Dutch? How's smoking? I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't read it. But I know the best one I found. I found two that were absolute, or three. I found three that were absolutely hilarious. One. This one isn't as funny, and it's where um, there's like a toddler, who he kind of looks like the kid from Home Alone, Macaulay Culkin, like when he was a kid, and he's. He's holding a cigarette in his hand, and he has, like, this very, uh, questioned look, like, mm-hmm. and on it, it says, mm-hmm. like, smoking is bad for, like, kids or something, mm-hmm. and it's so funny, just like a kid holding a cig. And then the other two that I found pretty funny, um, one is where it's, like, an animated picture of, uh, somebody from about, like, the belly button down, and then it has, like, a burn mark all the way through their crotch. Like, if a cigarette were to, like, be put out, like, all the way through you. And it says, smoking causes impotence. <laughs> and then there was another... <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Like, if you smoke, your cock will fall off. <laughs> you know? And there was another one where it goes on that same theme. Where the dude is... He's butt-ass naked. Curled up in a ball. Lying on a bed, crying. And on the top it says smoking causes an impotence. <laughs> and I thought I thought those two were pretty funny. <laughs> I'm trying to look up Dutch soccer players. There was like a crazy goal that was made, like the World Cup in 2014. I'm trying to figure out who did it. It wasn't was it Aaron, it wasn't Aaron Robin, it was somebody else. Was it Wesley Schneider? No, it wasn't him. Yeah. It was like, like I used to have I forget, man. Van Persie. Van Persie. Robin, yeah. Van Persie was good. They're all old now. Yeah. All those guys are like 35. They're all washed up. Washed up. 35 in soccer is old. Most soccer players are good from like 20, 21 to like... Soccer... I think soccer players, let it be known, for the folks at home, I think soccer players are the most fit athletes there are. They're the most fit ones you'll find out there. Because if you think about it, they're basically... Running. You're just running. Yeah, you're either running... after a ball. Yeah, you're either running or sprinting. For an hour and a half, and you get a fifteen-minute break in between. You get gassed. Yeah, 
If you're a midfielder, I hear, I've read that midfielders can run between like seven to ten miles in a game. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. What you want to be is like left back. <laughs> you want to be the goalie, then you're not running anywhere. But then you're getting, but then you're getting, you're getting drilled with some uh, soccer balls. If you allow a goal, you're blamed blame for that. You that's why you know, um, you know, like the Nike Plus system, how you could put like the little chip in your shoe, and then it would tell you how far you ran. That was from like a couple years ago. You remember that? No, nah, but I figured. Uh, I know they did that with like soccer cleats. Fitbit. Yeah, they did that. Soccer with... cleats do track all the players, like how much distance they run now. They yeah, have, like, they the have like in there. They, they show it on during the game, like how much. Yeah. A player is running. Yeah, it's interesting. I remember when they first started doing that. That was so cool. It would show. It would show you like the whole map of like where they ran yeah. on the field. I mean, those midfielders. Yeah. And pretty run. much by the end of the game, the whole like the whole middle of the field is just like it's blue. Covered. Yeah. It's just then, covered, like, yeah, it's, it's a blue dot in the middle, and then just like some. Little stuff on the outside, they just run around. Yeah, like if you're playing, if you're doing like soccer players aren't that big either. No, a lot of them are like, like five six. Yeah, they're all about like five seven. Our size, eight. they're just cut athletes. Yeah, they could just like I weigh like one sixty five. They probably weigh like one forty, one forty five. It's like Neymar. They're lean. I think Neymar only weighs like one forty. Yeah, they're just it's all lean. I mean, when you run so much, yeah, they're all legs. You don't need to. You don't need to like really lift weights or anything like that when you yeah. play soccer. It's just your thing is just running, and it's about getting the endurance up. Yeah, and ball control. They're all so yeah, so good with ball foot, control. Footwork. Yeah, you can't use your arms, so it's like fun. There used to be a guy that played for Brazil. He was known as Hulk. Yeah, Hulk. Hulk. He was big. He was big. He was the only bulky guy. He's probably big. He's probably he probably he still only weighed like one seventy or one. Yeah, he probably weighed as much as I did, but it's just he kept. He just would run so much. It's just he was he was by far the biggest dude on there. He yeah, was like five six. It was hilarious. <laughs> Kind of like me. No. <laughs> yeah, but Hulk, they called him Hulk. That was awesome. I wonder if Hulk still plays. Let me look it up. I don't think so. He, he might play somewhere. I know he doesn't play on their national team anymore. Dude, just the fact that you go by Hulk. Yeah. He's 32. He's 5'10", winger. He played for like... He's probably done now. Yeah, he's like 32. I mean, he still has to play like... He probably some, plays like a bit. Yeah, some club. Yeah, that's just awesome, man. Yeah, nickname like yeah, man. Also in Amsterdam, uh, you can get truffles, which are basically the same as shrooms. They're just like a little different. Yeah, because like they're weighed differently because they're kind of fresh, so you don't really know how much you should eat. And boy, they taste terrible. They how taste... are the oysters there, Keegan? I didn't have any oysters while I was there. I didn't find any like oyster houses to go to. Is there but... any real like? Is there any like? Beach that they go to there. In no, there was right a, next to the. Coast. I feel the, like it's just kind of. Yeah, gross. there was one beach that I think was like a half hour away from the city. Like if you were to drive, but we didn't go there. I mean, I looked up pictures and it's just. What was like the weather? What was the weather like there? The weather was about like fifties or so, like fifties and sixties, and it was kind of chilly most of the time. A couple of the days it was like super nice because it was sunny like it is now, and like sixty degrees and sunny. I mean that's sweet. Let me see here. But I, we went to this one like smart shop to get truffles, and they're pretty cute because they have like Super Mario mushrooms like outside, so you know like pretty much all of them do, so you know like where to go. <laughs> and we walked in, and the dude uh, that we bought stuff off of, he um, he had one like lazy eye or something. So one eye was like pointed over here and the other guy was like looking straight at us and he was wearing like a top hat and had like long hair 
Basically, if you could imagine somebody that sells truffles in Amsterdam, this is the guy. <laughs> and it was it was pretty funny, like getting stuff off him. Cause there was somebody in front of us that kept asking him questions, and the way he answered, he answered like he was, um, like he worked at a carnival. I guess is a good way to say it. Where he would be like, "Yeah, we got some of this." <laughs> it says the average. I'm looking it up. It says the average high there in Amsterdam. During uh, May would be sixty four degrees. Yeah, the average low would be yeah, that's about right. Forty seven. Yep. So I think the warmest it gets is around seventy one. That's the average daily temperature. How was the sunlight there? I heard like the sun would be out to like. Oh holy shit, man! The sun rose at like five thirty or so. Is when like it was start to get bright out, and then. Like if you looked on like the weather app, it would say the sunset at like nine thirty five. But it wouldn't get dark until around like ten fifteen, so, so like the days were just it was awesome. Like, we would be walking to the bar and like it would still be light out, and we're like, what? We're like, what time is it again? Like, are, are we doing this right? Oh, the bars there. The bars were pretty cool. All of them, they all had um, shot deals, pretty much all the ones we went to, where you could get Jaeger was like pretty cheap. That's what we got, and. You could get like one shot of Jaeger for like three euros, or if you got like fifteen shots of Jaeger, you would get it for like twenty-five euros, which is a sweet deal. <laughs> what for? What you said, ten or fifteen? Yeah, I forget what it was, but I know it was just like such a, a stunning nice, deal. Like nice one of the days, ratio. yeah, one of the days we went out with like a big group of people, and I think. Only like six people wanted to get shots, and the guy went up, and I think there were like eight of us, and the guy went up to buy six, and she's like, well, if you buy two more shots, it'll only be two extra euros. <laughs> so he like came, <laughs> so instead of getting six shots for, I don't know how much, we got like eight shots for basically the same price. So Gigan, with all the places you've been to, you've been to Australia, you've been to Colorado, you've been to Amsterdam, which was... uh place was the best or were they all just different than how uh, cool they were um yeah each of them each of them have their own man but I think if I go back to a place um I'd want to go back to Australia just cause back to Sydney cause we only got I don't think we spent enough time there cause that city is so large there's so much that place has to offer and yeah cause it's just like in Australia it's just Six, five, six, seven cities, really. And everything yeah. else is just the outback. We've only scraped the surface. the surface. I'd like to go to um, oh, the Melbourne. Massive town. Melbourne, and then you got Gold Coast, Adelaide, Perth. Perth, I feel like, is just... It's all the way on the other side. And it's just a city on its own. Like, it's one of the most remote... I think it's probably one of the most remote major cities in the world. It's just... This is, like, the last big city. Like, another... 10 to 15 hours probably driving across Australia. I mean, try to see how you get from Melbourne to Australia. Drive. Probably drive there. Not Australia, Melbourne to Perth. Also, like, Sydney, Sydney was just, like, so diverse, which was kind of cool. But I bet if you Melbourne went to... Melbourne to Perth is a 36-hour drive. Jesus Christ. And they go past right. Adelaide. Yeah. Because there's probably not a lot of roads that goes... Like straight through the outback. Yeah, you just right? fly. You just fly everywhere. Any of those major cities, yeah. you fly. I think to get up to Brisbane, that would be like 
10 hours. Yeah. The more north you go, the more tropical. It goes. I don't know. If you go to other areas, they're probably more like locals. Because like Sydney was very diverse, you know? Like when we went to a couple bars, I think the majority of the people we met weren't Australian. They were from like other areas, you know? Uh, people just travel. Yeah, so if you... There's some Aussies there. Yeah, so if you went to like a, a real Australian town, it'd be packed full of them Aussies. Hey, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like like at the hostels, like a lot of them were from Europe. Like yeah, I mean, Europe is pretty big. Anything so. else? Anything else we discuss? What other museum um, you been to? We went to the we Anne Frank yeah, Museum, yeah, man. That place was chilling. Yeah. It was It was pretty cool. I remember reading that book back when I was like yeah. 12, 13. Because like the whole, the whole museum, the museum was nice. I liked going there. It really, really was a, a piece of history, you know, that you're walking through. You probably, like, felt it and when you walked in. It was just real quiet. It was just kind of... Yeah, like, and I mean, how it worked, everybody, um, when you go in, they give everybody, like, this little, like, walkie-talkie thing, like an audio thing, and then when you walk to a new room, they have, like, sensors on the wall, and you just walk up and, like, get close enough, and then your thing will make a beep, and then you put it up to your ear, or you can plug, like, headphones in. We didn't know about it, so we put it up to our ear. And then it would, like, tell you... It would just, like, narrate the room and, like... Uh, I guess about her life and stuff and, like, what happened there. What, all about the room, all about history what was she, and she what was, was going like, on. She was about... She was, like, 13, 13 yeah. 14. I'm pretty sure she died because, like, she got sick when they she took her. She was at her. a camp. Yeah. They, yeah, they took her to, like... Was she at... They took her to Auschwitz. She was at Auschwitz. Yeah. yeah. After it took him like three days to to get from Amsterdam to Auschwitz, and and then she was done for. But they lived for about two years. She was fifteen. It says she was at. She died age fifteen. Bergen-Belsen concentration camp, concentration camp, Eastern Hanover, Germany. Yeah. So it wasn't at. It wasn't at. I think. I, I think. I know her dad, dad went to Auschwitz. Auschwitz. Yeah, Otto. But they lived for two years in this like secret. Annex is what it's called, where it's just like two floors. Like that's it. They live with like another family, right? Yeah. The family was like covering for them. Yeah. So like yeah. two floors. What happened to that family? They they got got too. too. Yeah. Yeah. They sad. got got. I know they asked that's you like cool. not to take pictures while you were there, but I took a picture of like the star that they made them tie on because that 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 really gave me goosebumps when I saw that. Yeah. But also, like, seeing the, the door that they covered up with, like, a bookshelf. Or their bathroom was pretty cool. Because it was, like, a chain. And then the water compartment was, like, way up at the ceiling. Yeah. And it was just, like, a very intricate uh, toilet. You know? Like, you know, some, uh, some like, chinaware, like, teaware. How it kind of has that blue... Kind of like interlaced stuff. Yeah. That's like what their bathroom was like. Which was... I liked it. I really dug it. Yeah, but it, it was a chilling experience. I'd recommend... It says that she died February or March 1945. So that was just like right before the war was about to end. Yeah. Which that's just so sad too because that was just a close call. Because at that point... Nobody... Germany was pretty much... Also they, they, they don't they know... Done, but they kept like... They don't like know how they found them either. That was one thing like... 
they just came one day and just said like, "What's behind that door?" So somebody must have snitched on them. Cause yeah, that was so, sad. It was real sad, man. Yeah. Like what? also another like spooky thing is when you oh, walk around were... when you walk around like Amsterdam. Some places, not all, I'm sure, but some places would have like little gold bricks like outside of houses, and I'm pretty sure that's for like where a Jewish family would live and like people that got killed in the Holocaust. They would like put a little gold brick outside of their the house that they lived in. Okay. Which was very sad because we, when I was just like walking around, my buddy told me that, and then we noticed one where it had like. Five gold bricks out in front. Yeah. So the whole, the whole family got taken. It says here. It says on Wikipedia. It says born in Frankfurt, Germany. She lived most of her life Amsterdam, Netherlands. Moving there with her family, age of four. <clears throat> yeah. Four and a half of the Nazis took control of Germany. She was a German national, lost her citizenship in 1941, became yeah, stateless. By in 1940, Franks were trapped in Amsterdam by the German occupation in the Netherlands. They increased it in 1942. Franks went into hiding in some concealed rooms behind a bookcase or behind a building where yeah. his father, out of Frank, worked. They first went to so. Amsterdam to um. To she escape. did go to Auschwitz. Yeah. But then they transferred they her from to Auschwitz to somewhere else. Because they first went to Amsterdam to escape like persecution because Amsterdam was very lenient with religions. That's why there, there was just like a wide variety of, uh, of religions there. So they went there, but didn't last too long. Yeah. Yeah, it was sad. Yeah, pretty sad. Yeah, what else? What other museums? How many museums did you go there? You Just those three. three. We went to those three. Like the big three. So yeah. it's like the one. It was the Van Gogh and Major Art one, the Anne Frank one, and then there was just kind of like the Dutch history kind of like. Yeah, I mean, museum. there's a lot of areas that just say they're a museum, like the Cheese Museum, where pretty much it's just a, like a tourist trap. Kind yeah, of where pretty area. much it's a cheese store at the top. It was pretty cool because you got to sample all these cheeses. <laughs> and then in the basement they just have like a, a PowerPoint going on and they have a couple like cheese making equipment on display. So they say, yeah, you can go in the basement to see like the artifacts and then come up here and taste some cheese and if you want to buy some cheese, that'd be great. So there was a lot of Gouda cheese and boy, it was pretty good. Pretty Gouda. Pretty Gouda. <laughs> also, one of the days... I took uh, I took like an overnight bus to Brussels. Oh, what's up? What's in Brussels? I feel like not a lot, man. It's just not much not going on. Not a lot. The whole city it had tons of graffiti, but it wasn't tasteful graffiti. It was like where people had trashy. one can of spray paint kind and trashy. just like would would put their tag on stuff. Ew. Yeah, in the whole city, it smelled like piss. And I think, I heard one person say that, like, police are on horses a lot, so I think it's, like, the horses just piss in the street, <laughs> but there can't be that much horse piss in this city to make it, to make it reek. Like so it Brussels did. to Amsterdam is about 2 hours, 13 minutes. You took a train or a bus? Well, yeah, we took a bus. And is that, like, a day trip? Um, we left at 3 a.m., <laughs> and we got there at, like, 7 because we made a couple stops and like waited for 15 minutes at them. And then... Um, Go to Antwerp? No, we did not. And then we came back to Amsterdam later that day. I think we caught a bus at like 5 o'clock or so. It's so, weird seeing how close like everything is 
in Europe, how closely did everything to go? All those major yeah. cities, like, like I think from bus- Amsterdam to Brussels, it's about a two-hour drive. But if you wanted to go from Brussels to London, because they have that tunnel you could go underneath, right? I I don't know anything about it's a like the English Channel tunnel. I think, I, I think you, you there is a tunnel. Train, you could take a train, and it would yeah. take you off. I know London you can take a train. There. I think from Brussels to Paris would be what an hour, hour and a half away. Um, I know from Amsterdam to Paris is a six-hour bus ride. Says Brussels to Paris. Three and a half hours. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's overall it comes out to be about six. Yeah, everything in Europe is very, very close together. That's why they want yeah. to make the EU. I like the idea is to like. Which yeah. makes sense. It was so easy just like hopping on a bus and going to another country. Pretty much, we bought the bus tickets and then when we were getting on, the guy says, Do you have a passport? And he didn't even look to see if it was like us. He just saw that we were holding a passport and goes, all right, get on. Yeah. That's the whole idea of the EU is just to kind of just integrate yeah. and make everything more integrated. But I think like one of the major complaints is it's just like countries are losing like what they are. Like, what you know what I mean? Just, yeah. So I guess that's just I mean, everything's, yeah, everybody's getting so intermingled in Europe, which it's, I, I think that's a good thing. Because we're becoming one as a, as a human race. More of a more united yeah. as a human race. Well, Andy. Well, like, what are the? I think uh, the UK they left. They did like Brexit. I think like one of the reasons why they did it was just for like economic. I don't know, economic reasons. Like they didn't like. I think they felt like some countries were kind of like. Brexit is a deal. dumpster fire. I don't know that much about it, but I know. I like saw some things where people talk about like the possible complications, and then they like interview. British people about it and they're like oh yeah that seems like it would be uh, really bad and then they're like so uh, did you vote vote for Brexit and they're like yeah I did I kind of wish I could uh, change that now <laughs> and it's yeah, they kinda don't it's, it's kind of like, funny but it's also kind of like, don't know what the plan sad. is but I just I understand I think it's just like nah it's just I just read like headline articles and shit like that but I think the understanding is it's like Germany is like the big economic power of Europe right now yeah they are and then, like, you have countries like Greece and Italy and Spain, and I think Ireland for a time, they were really struggling because they had a lot of debt. Yeah. High debt. Yeah, so the, they couldn't the, afford to pay pensions. The Pigs like, Nations. People, the, the, what? The Pigs Nations. That's what they call them. There yeah. you go. And, like, I think they had, like, the laws were different. Like, I think in Greece, like, people were allowed to retire at, like, 50. Something ridiculous. Yeah, they had really lax. They had, like, two months vacation. It was so lax, like, nobody ever, like, there was never, like, a need to work. So I think it just kind of like, it hurt them in the end. And then like, now I guess austerity, like, all right, you might only have to retire at 55. And then people are like complaining about it. Really put a pinky finger up their butt. Let's think about Americans though. Americans work like crazy. (laughs) Yeah, people do work. It's a bit like too, it's almost like a bit too much. But then to think about it, it's like, you're traveling, I'm traveling. I mean, I don't know, I'm kind of a decent bounce. It's a 40 hour work week. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of the standard. And I mean, a lot of people, when they get retired, they, um, they work again. They end up working. Yeah, they just get bored. That's all. I know a guy like that. He's that I work with. He's like seventy two retired. He's just doing. He was retired for like two three years. He's just bored now. He just yeah. wants to get up and go to work. You know, it's just talking good. about work, man. I started my new job. How was it? Pretty good, man. I started last week, last That's Tuesday. Good. Working at the nine eleven Air Force Base. Haven't they been talking about that shutting down? That's been like rumors. I don't know. We're building a hangar, so probably not. I've seen it be built. I worked at like a, I worked up at 
some office there briefly. It was like a few days, and I could see the 9-11 from there. Yeah, man. It's pretty neat. That's where I'm at. We walk around the job site every day, which is my favorite part of the day. See the planes, the big... Yeah, one took Boeing, off. Boeing one, jets that don't work. One, I think one might have taken off. Their C-17 Globemaster 3s oh. is the ones that we're building the hangar for. And uh, I think it might have been today or it might have been Friday. We watched one of the planes take off, and boy, whew, they're big. They got some power to them. They got some girth. Got some USA. Yeah. Gonna spread freedom. Yeah, so my job, yeah, my job's kind of lame there. I just kind of am on the computer doing stuff that, um, like, kind of tedious work, you know, just clicking and filling out forms. I start at 6.30, and I'm done at 3.30. So you get hour lunch? Yeah. So, I mean. start at 7.30. Sometimes I just, I just take a half hour and just, like, kind of fiddle around with stuff. I don't, I don't really take lunch too serious. (laughs) On my lunch hour. Lunch, do you go away somewhere to go eat lunch? No, most of the time I just don't eat anything. I might bring a granola bar and just eat that. Like, I don't get that hungry sitting on my ass all day. Dude, some people at offices really just eat. Yeah, it's people insane. pound People pound food. Dude, they drink Mountain Dew all day, too. Yeah. Like they have no shame. Open toe, too. People have, like, their feet. Yeah. Have their we feet have, out. since we're, like, on the job site, we have to wear boots. Yeah. It's, like, in an office, man. Like, people just have their feet right there raw, just stinky feet. Yeah. It's gross. So I, I made the largest purchase of my life the other day. What was I it? Bought a new Sex car. Uh, no, I did not. I wish. I, I wish I got both, man. <laughs> was, what kind of new car is it? It's a 2009 Toyota Corolla with 48,000 miles. And I forget what the actual color is, but I would describe nice. it as a tan. Can I check it out? I think I think the actual color is called like Mecca, uh, like Mecca sand or something. Where'd you park it at? I don't have it yet. I'm picking it up, or yeah, I'm picking it up from the dealer on Wednesday. Oh, nice. Because they still had to inspect it, like, and just do a bunch of work to it. I've had the 2014 Chevy Cruze since 2014. 2014. <laughs> wow. We did a lease on it, and then we bought it. So yeah. Because I know. I've been paying for this car for eight years. The old car that. Next time I'm gonna have to get it used. Did yeah. you buy it like you have no monthly payments, nothing? So nope. you just bought yeah, it. Yeah, just bought it outright. No, that works. I think and it only I might do that next time. The, per, the car's in like great shape, so I think it's well worth it. Especially Toyotas are, are a reputable car. Toyotas and Honda Honda Civics especially. Yeah. Can go. How do you have you seen like the new Honda Civic? No. I haven't. Driving around. They look nice. They got like yeah. kind of like a they made them more sporty. Kind of like sex them up, you know what I mean? Like, you want a Honda Civic. I want a Honda Civic. They, 48 miles to the gallon. They put a ball gag in its mouth and then put it out on display. <laughs> but, yeah, nice. But, um, oh, yeah. yeah, the old car that Strip I would tees. drive around had took it to this fat fuck on <laughs> Monroe. <laughs> yeah, I really don't like him. What are you doing? At Monroe, like, muffler and stuff over on the boulevard yeah. here in Oakland. And um, he really he really messed it up because for part. some reason they replaced, like, I think the catalytic converter needed to replace, which the car sounded like a lawnmower. Something was wrong. So he fixed that. So now it's not loud, but the muffler hangs super low. Like, I had five people in the car, and whenever we'd hit, like, a bump or something, it would scrape. 
What's this unique issue? Planet? This is the old one. Yeah. It's a 1998 Camry, which I love. <laughs> Still. Got the cruise and stuff. And yeah. And sometimes if I'd go on like the highway, like really pumping down the gas pedal, the engine would pretty much just like stop where like the RPMs would still go up, but we wouldn't gain any speed. And it would shoot out a bunch of like white smoke out the back (laughs) and we'd be like losing power. And I'm like, oh no, not now, (laughs) not on the highway. So then I'd end up like taking the exit, like pulling over parking, letting it cool down a little, you know. Let it get its bearings back. Say, okay, let's let's drive now. Yeah. <laughs> and then it would eventually work. But that happened to me one time going up like a steep hill up to the field house here. I think it's like DeSoto Street. You know where that is? Probably not. But it goes up to like trees. I got halfway up the hill. And then we started losing power and it shot a bunch of white smoke out the back. <laughs> so I just put my four-way blinkers on and legit just parked on this steep hill <laughs> and just like cars like went around me and stuff and I was like yeah somebody I was like with somebody I was like yeah we just need to take a little break I think uh I think it just needs a little time <laughs> and he's like he's like are you are you sure like what did is going on again? Did you, or did you yeah and then I like turned the car off and then I started it back up and, <laughs> and just went like really slow up the How hill how many miles does it have on it it has 128,000 so it doesn't have like tons of miles it's just pretty old yeah from 98 yeah did you buy it yourself, your first car? Yeah. I know. Like, I split a little with my parents just because the they, they said they would, but. Yeah, so. Get, like, it's, next uh, car, get. I love it and I hate it. It's a love hate, man. Yeah. It's a love hate relationship. Well, Andy, we're people. We should grow. Yeah. What's, what's the goal you have for this summer? Make money. That's it? That's all you got? You don't want to do anything cool? I want to, uh, part of me, I want to go to Colorado, go to Denver, Boulder. Another thing is, um, probably in like September or something, go to Vegas. Let's go to Vegas. Been real big on Vegas. I want to go. I know, one thing I want to do, I want to learn how to juggle Mm. this summer. You've been telling me that a few times. Yeah, my one buddy, my one buddy said he's really good at teaching people how to juggle. So, I think I'm, I'm just going to hang out with him for a couple weekends and we'll get it down. I'm going to try to host a... Host an open mic somewhere. Trying to host an open mic. I'm going to do like a show. Like I'm going to actually... Like this summer a good goal would be to actually get paid to do like a show. If it's like a buck, if it's a beer. (laughs) Get some type of payment for doing this open mic shit. Yeah. One thing else... It's been a lot of fun. One thing else I want to do, I want to get good at these things called flower sticks. Look Look up like a video of them so you know what they are. It's where there's one thing in the middle which has like big leather tassels and kind of weights on the end and then you have two sticks and it kind of has like a, a pendular motion like a pendulum in between and oh, you I've can, seen them. yeah you can do twirls and, and flips with them it's like flying your kite down in a yeah they're pretty cool if I don't even love yeah, yeah. I don't even love it don't, uh, don't but know. anyway you can look it up later man you, I mean you know what I'm talking I know about what I, I know what yeah I want to get good at those because I have a set of those and it's just something that's cool and fun and then you know when people see you they're like wow look at that you and then you know, and then you can say, yeah, you want to give it a try, yeah, and then and then, you know, maybe somebody else will give it a try, and I could, I could inspire somebody else to to become a flower stick master. So like, Not in the bedroom. Is there, is there like a, 
That's, <laughs> is there like that's a, already taken. Is there like black belt degrees or something? Um, I don't know. I mean, I could make it. I can make it. You can make it. Yeah, whatever you want up. You can say, yeah, that. you're a yellow belt at the flower sticks, man. Step up your game. <laughs> well, Keegan, anything else you want to uh, um, discuss today? Yeah, man. I, I want to um, want to hike a mountain this summer. I think I want to hike one of the Adirondack Mountains. Because I got a sweet pair of Danner boots. They're called Danner Explorer 650s. If you're looking for a, a good hiking boot, I would highly recommend. They're waterproof. They're gosh darn comfy. And they they got some good support. You can hike up anything. We're That's do what, some rafting. We're going to do some kayaking. White water rafting? Down in uh, Ohio uh, Pile. Yeah. I want to see that. That would like, be fun. What do they call Frank Lloyd White? What's his house? What's that house? Oh, uh, Falling, Falling Water. Falling Water. Yeah. 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 I want to go see that. I think tickets to see that are like 60. Yeah, or not. It's cheaper than that. I think it's like 30 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. 30 or 40. I'd pay to go, to go like get a tour of his house. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, marvel of uh, architecture. Yeah, it is. They're always renovating it because all the tourists. It's always moving. <laughs> and it always needs renovations. I mean, it's what built. What do you mean it's like shifting? Yeah, because yeah. it's built on like pretty much in a stream. <laughs> So it's doing pretty bad. But um I wonder how much it's worth, like market value. Priceless. 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 It's the price of a baby's laughter. Priceless. <laughs> well, Andy. Uh I I listen to your podcast, man. I'm a faithful listener. Believer. So let's check the emails. Did you get any? No. None, really? No, there's nothing in here. I just checked. All right, well, I kind of knew that, you know, nobody would probably send you anything. So I, I came up with some jokes myself, dude. That's good. I'll, down. How about I'll read one, man? Uh, last week, I was on top of the world. I mean, at least that's what it felt like when I was banging this fat chick. <laughs> hey, read, uh, read this one, dude. The, that one. Come on, read it. Cockfighting is wrong, whether it's in a dingy basement or on the set of a gay porno. Alright. Yeah, you heard it here first, folks. It's Pride Month, you know? Pride Month. You gotta have Pride. It's Pride. Get Pride Month. Hey. I was at um, LA Fitness playing volleyball a couple years ago, and there was this little bulky dude. He probably was like five foot six, five foot eight, you know? He was thick though, and I like bounced him the ball because he could he could jump out of the gym, and I was like, hey, you think you can dunk? And his hands were like too little to like hold on to the ball, so I was like, nah, I can't palm the ball. But I'll just palm go up. He's like, I'll just go up and get rim. So he runs up, jumps up, grabs the rim, shatters the backboard. I went berserk. It was, oh, wait, was awesome. That, wait, so how in the air he's able to jump? He got rim, and he was like five foot eight. He was able to grab the rim, not, yeah. the, not the, thing. the rim. Oh, yeah, the, the actual, actual rim. rim. Yeah, and, and he like broke the glass. Oh my god! He didn't like completely rip the rim down, but he went up and just like, and then the whole glass just like shattered. No, no and help. Stayed there. He just jumped up there and got. Yeah, it. he just jumped. No help. What yeah, Andy, fun? he was an athlete. Okay. Wow. And then and then a couple bits of glass like fell down. So then we all had to stop playing volleyball. Some of the guys there got like pretty pissed because we were only like halfway done. Like with our time slot there, but I thought it was awesome. It was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Was it in Robinson? It was um, North Hills at oh, North okay. Hills. But I mean, 
That's one way to shatter a backboard. You know another way to shatter a backboard? Tell it it's adopted. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Alright. Here, I, I got a joke for you, man. But that, that was a, a true story back there. Uh, read the first one. There you go. Alright. I don't know the difference between a hippie and a hipster, but it's fun to watch either one of them get beat up. <laughs> nice delivery, man. Nice uh, delivery. I think that's... um. That's it? Okay. Yeah, that's, that's all the ones I conjured this week. Yeah, good jokes, Keegan. Thanks, man. Keep working on it. When are you going to see you at an open mic again? I know you did it once. Nah, the I'm comedy, not an open micer. The comedy world. I'm not an open micer. i got to probably head out and go down there. Why, there an open mic tonight? Yeah. It's two Where? tonight. It's Where? one in... Uh, Hambones. Smiling Moose outside, and then the other one's at uh, Hambones. Where's Smiley Moose? It's on uh, Southside. It's right by Dee's Cafe. It's right yeah. there on uh, Carson Street. Yeah. You, got, you got a routine prepared? Yeah, I got some new jokes. New jokes? New jokes. Come on. I'll be doing them there, not here. Come on, give me one. I'm not give giving, me one. I'm not any. Come on, man. I just gave you four. I'm not giving you. Give me a joke. It's for the, uh, it's for the bit. God damn it, Andy. Give me a joke. Nah. Come on. <laughs> I'm testing them out. The mic. Here, I'll test this new dog. Right? All right, come on, yeah, come on. All right, so I'm looking for this new apartment, right? Me and my girlfriend looking for this new apartment, and <laughs> they have a policy that says, you know, no animals can live here. So my girlfriend looks at me and goes, "Well, I guess you won't be staying here." <laughs> and then if people are laughing, I'll just go, "I don't even have a girlfriend." <laughs> <laughs> I thought it'd be the other way around. She says, yeah, no uh, no pets allowed. And you say, looks like I'm going to have to find a new roommate. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that one, too. But yeah, just burn that one. No, I like it. That's pretty good, man. That's pretty good. If you work on your delivery, it'll it'll knock the crowd dead. It'll Who's knock all like their backs. I've heard people say they like my delivery. They're like, you got good delivery. You come here, you just trash it all the time. I'm like, ooh, so... Well, your delivery for reading jokes is pretty. Uh, well, you know, it takes me a pretty god awful. It takes me a little while to read something. All right, that's not a problem. The reading's fun. Any books? Any uh, book club? Book club key? No, uh, I think. Any books I think I'm starting. Um, Dostoevsky. No, I'm starting to make uh, voice memos of uh, just like stories I had instead of typing them, just because. You release this on audio soon. No, I'm going to turn it into a... Podcast. A memoir. Turn it into a podcast, what are you going to do? A podcast? Yeah. Yeah, you turn it into a podcast. You're going to start your own podcast. I'm going to talk on, about it on my podcast, You're going to steal my base. Is that what you're trying to do here? Hijack this. Hijack your yeah, base? You, yeah, you're going to hijack this base, you fucking... Listen, take it easy, dude. Fuck. <laughs> what would I talk about on my podcast? Like, real kinky stuff? I don't know. Your, your, your dyed hair. Like chains and whips. Well, I like the Rihanna song. No. SNL. Like my Friday nights. <laughs> <laughs> did so? Did you get the hair dyed in Amsterdam? Yeah, I was gonna make it purple, but um. Be a bit too far, man. Yeah, I didn't get that far. Like most things. Just didn't get that far. Yeah. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah. Been there. Well, hey, let's play a game of tic-tac-toe to finish this old podcast, buddy. All right.
Oh yeah, you brought your you brought your like uh, your idea book out and you didn't read any of your ideas. I'll be. There we go. I'm the guest, so I go first. Alright. Make sure all the uh, listeners at home could uh, see this. Alright. I'm, I'm O's. You're the X's. Andy. I think I. Ooh, you're tricky, buddy. I think this might end in a tie. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it was like half. Yeah, you you almost blew that one, bud. Yeah, we should we should end in a tie. Ah oh, man, a good old draw, a good old draw of the guns. Yeah, that's how that's how it got written up, man. All right, I think uh, I think that's it. It's good, good. Uh, All right, dude. Well, next time I lay down the tarps at my apartment, I'll make sure I invite you. <laughs> good rough and rowdy. <laughs> And now the tarps. No, nah, Andy, you, you didn't get that joke. It's cool. You're gonna have a duel. Yeah. Gonna well, it's getting kind of late. I better, battle, I better get out of here, man. It's, yeah, it's getting, uh, it's getting dimmer. It's been a pleasure to be on uh, the Stoochcast episode again. Episode 89. This is like your fourth, fifth time being on here. You've been on here a few times. Yeah, we, buddy we boy. Have to, we have to count them. I'll let you do that. Your podcast and all. Look up all the key. I'll just type in key. Again. Yeah, give me a handshake. There you go. All right, I'm nice. out of here, dude. All right, good stuff. All right, this is a, that's the podcast for today. Email stoochcast at gmail.com. Link in the description. Keegan, you plugging anything? Anything you need to plug? Shout um, outs to anybody? I'm going to plug Tootsie Roll Midgies. At 25 calories a piece, who can resist? <laughs> All right, that's the podcast. Peace.